We're going to talk about a segment of Toronto, as I said in the tease here before the break, that we have focused on. The segment knows tension, knows fear, and it actually knows about a virus. The gay community in Toronto. Joining us is Sean Prue, a very well-known name in Toronto's gay community, working with Toronto Pride, a gay activist, and surely writing a lot about gay issues in the city of Toronto. Welcome, Sean. How are you? Thank you. I'm not bad. Not bad. Isolated. <laughs> uh, you're right. I was going to say, you know, um, there's a lot of flashback going on for many, many people around the world, but here in Toronto, especially mysterious deaths and experimental drugs. It's all too familiar for survivors of, of the 1980s epidemic. You got it. I mean, there's a couple of things. First of all, let's talk about that HIV flashback. Are you talking to people in, in your community who say, whoa, I forgot how much PSD I have from that? Yeah, you know, especially older people, you know, we are in a place now in the world where we're seeing the very first generation of HIV-positive survivors reach this thing we call old age. And they're facing already unique challenges. You know, do they stay in the closet or stay out as gay people when they enter a nursing home, for example? Those who are HIV-positive, um, what's that like to, to suddenly be in, a, in the midst of a straight organization like a nursing home? And so they've already got these challenges. They've got the fact that they're losing all of their loved ones um, like they did once before during the epidemic. And now this, there's a lot of um, PTSD going on. It's all too familiar. And it's a lot to bear when you're um, of a certain age and they're having to bear it right now. Sean, let me ask you, how have things changed? We've been looking at how this has really affected daily life, everybody's life. Incredible. People losing their jobs, doing things differently. You know, there's a segment of the gay community that lives a life that may be affected by this. I mean, are the bathhouses open? What's what's going on within closed. the community? Everything's closed. Yeah. I mean, there's a high level of responsibility going on. I live right in the middle of the Church Wellesley Corridor, and it's a ghost town right now. Everything's been closed. Their lessons we're not learning from the epidemic. There are lessons that we are learning from the epidemic. And these are the ones that we're seeing in place, people social distancing and taking that very, very seriously. What On about the, the yeah, you said there are some people who aren't learning this lesson. It's not just within the gay community. We're seeing, uh, you know, kind of a shrugging off with certain people on beaches in Florida and lining up for games. What are you seeing in your community? I'm not seeing so much of that. I mean, I certainly think if I went on to an online app, whether it was a straight one or a gay one right now, I would find people looking to hang out. Um, but I think that's just a certain type of mindset rather than a certain segment of the population. I think that's something that would cross all um, sexual orientations. There are just some people who think that it's not going to happen to them. But for those where they're smarter, you're seeing a lot of beautiful things emerge here, like um, using technology especially. Um, there, You can think about all the drag queens now out of work, all the bartenders, all the performers, all the artists, all the spoken word people that are very common here in the um, city. And so there's this, something called club quarantine where they're using the technology of zoom and meeting and so you can have i think up to 100 people on zoom so they're having these club nights online so for musicians and djs who've been forced to cancel their gigs and and for people who feel a deep sense of community through these nightlife things and these parties they're establishing connections now 
online. And so you're seeing performers, you're listening to music, and donations that can be made via PayPal are going to the artists who have lost their gigs overnight. I know with some queer parents, they've set up uh, children's reading groups. So mothers are going online and reading stories, knowing that just for that 15, 20 minutes, they might be reading a children's book to the other mother's children. That's 20 minutes those mothers have to get out there and and get some stuff done around the house, I suppose. Um, I know one artist who has been establishing his schedule online, and whenever you see a gap, if you're isolated and you're lonely, um, he'll spend time with you one-on-one which is is quite lovely there's a lot of beauty coming out of this and uh and a lot of imagination is this a community that knows where to go for to get that kind of beauty sean i mean they've huddled against the wind and looked out for each other for a long time are those pathways well worn I think there's there's definitely a sense of a well-worn pathway. We have been here before, and we know how to spring into action a little bit better than most. And that might not be the way necessarily for, say, millennials on down who didn't experience this, but I'm 51 for guys in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. We've seen this, and, uh, and that kind of call to help each other out is um, almost an ins- a sad instinct, but an instinct nonetheless that's, uh, that we follow. Let's switch over for a moment to another great position of pride for this city. What about the pride plans and the pride festival? It's got to be. It's got to be hard to think that that could go through. Is that kind of dawning? I can't people? imagine. I mean, you, you know as well as I do that this is one of the largest pride festivals in the world. We have over a million people on the big day lining the streets. How can you be? planning for that when this, the, the short-term future even is so uncertain. And when you look to the south, um, uh, Los Angeles Pride has been cancelled. Um, we're also looking at a Pride right now that does not have an executive director because Olivia Nuama left Pride a few weeks ago now. So I'm not altogether confident that we're going to have at least the normal Pride that we have this year, um, if a Pride at all. It'll, that remains to be seen. It's still a few months out, but now that we're hearing that this self-distance social distancing is going to be a little longer than just a couple of weeks, how can people be planning a pride? And, and who's, who's agreed to come and perform, you know? Exactly. And people coming from all over the world. Let me ask you, Bruce MacArthur, the serial killer, and the feeling in Toronto's gay community of being hunted and trying to get it solved and now this is is that still hanging around sean oh absolutely you know i've i've been staying in touch with friends um you know online as this week has unfolded and and i bet you his name came up three times in three different conversations no kidding. Us. i'm not i'm not uh and uh I, I can't even recall for you the exact conversations we're having but the name his name came up um and you know there's there's often stories still released about kinsmen and his victims, and and people are still talking about it. So we've had, it went like this, Black Lives Matter year one, Black Lives Mm -hmm. Matter year two, Bruce MacArthur, and now COVID-19. So uh, it's it's a lot um, on a community uh, that's quite a marginalized one to begin with. 
I want to ask you, too, you know, there is a a group within the gay community, and you and I have talked about it before, and you've explained that there is a portion of the community that likes to party in place. It's going to change sexual activity in the future. HIV did, and this is different, yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel that this time this one's different. Um, as I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, I think you could go online and and find people doing just that, partying, playing, but not to the degree that you would on a normal Friday afternoon. At this point, uh, I think people are taking it very very seriously. Again, I've been talking to friends throughout the week, and some some of the friends that I thought would be the last people to succumb to social distancing are in their doors are locked and so that's that's what's giving me the feeling of of people being uber responsible right now and i'm very glad about that sean prue thank you for giving us a peek inside the gay community you have a nice weekend thank you you isolation all right (laughs) yeah thank you sean sean prue who is a gay activist and has done a lot and well known within the gay community in toronto